Yo, yo, yo. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you. <laughs> what is good? What is good? It's your boy B. Moore, joined by my co-host Rustin Stewart, and welcome to a live version of the From New York to the Shop podcast. Russ, what's good, boy? I can't tell you how much I've missed that intro, B. It's been a minute, man. Oh, what have you been up to, man? Man, I've uh, been up to a lot, a lot, and we got a lot to cover. But before we get into any of that, bro, we got to talk about what happened yesterday in Brooklyn, man. <laughs> it was it was epic. It was epic. I mean, that Brooklyn layout, I'm so glad that you're here this weekend to experience that. I mean, it was just all that blackness, man, all that creativity, man. It is a reason why we're both moving extremely slow today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I'm definitely struggling because I was thinking, I was just talking to my client because I had some training sessions this morning. B, I'm going to go out there and put, I'm going to go ahead and say that we probably had over 30 drinks this whole weekend. Well, you all. <laughs> you I cut yourself. I you cannot. cut yourself off, which I should have done. I found out very quickly that I'm not capable of hanging out with you guys. I, I cannot hang. But uh, yeah, it was. A, it's been a lot of drinks flowing all week. I have definitely been partaking in that, and uh, I just know one thing about me: I can go hard one day. But I can't go back to back. You know, I slowly, slowly taper down. You know, um, those hot boy summers. So everybody, for people who don't know, there's a, we were were at a bar called Cocktails. Yeah. Uh, Bed Cocktail here in Bed-Stuy. It's right around the corner from my apartment. It's my local watering hole. Right. And after your fitness class, you gave an amazing fitness class. So he set us up, everybody like he 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 gave us this like amazing hardcore fitness class. And then he was like, yeah, you know, we just go have a drink of wine after, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Like 10 drinks later and uh, these drinks called Hot Boy Summers that completely sneak up on you. I mean, we were just all like leaves blowing in the wind afterwards oh boy i mean oh man we probably had probably like so the thing is i've set up this fitness class at my local neighboring watering hole bedvine cocktail and it's a fitness class where all you need is a yoga mat and after the class you know it's 25 dollars each person and then after the class you get a free glass of wine right but the thing, you get that free glass of wine, but then we're all so staying and those drinks become on, on flowing. Like they're just, it's not stopping at that one glass of wine. So excuse me if I'm a little off today, yeah, but I'm just one. having a hard time focusing and I'm going to really do a big deep detox after Brian leaves. Yeah, but we definitely wanted to bring this podcast. This is the first time, Russ, I haven't seen you, like physically seen you face to face. I think we were doing the math. It was like 2019. So it was yeah, like 20. it's been three years since I've actually laid out on you, laid, laid eyes on you. You look good, bro. Thank you, man. I'm Lean. trying to keep it together. Look good. Look good. You got the dreadlocks flowing. Got the locks you know flowing. What I'm saying? Yep. Going down my back care. now, B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say the same for you. My boy is staying lean himself. 
you know, looking all strong and shit. So, yeah, we're just trying to stay healthy, man, and and keep it together as we go deeper into our 40s. Exactly, exactly. And uh, so just want to quickly touch on yesterday, man. Brooklyn is a vibe, man. So we went to this thing called The Layout, and it was just so many just beautiful black people out, you know, just literally laying down. We went, what was that, Fort Green Park? Fort Green Park, yeah. Fort Green Park. I mean, it had to be hundreds of people out there. And it was just a Sunday in Brooklyn. You know, everybody, we had bottle, we had uh, bottles of wine and everybody brought food. And it was just like this huge picnic. And the thing is, you know, you were saying, do we have things like that in Chicago? Yeah, we have stuff like that in Chicago, but they're ticketed events. They're, they're like festivals and things that you have to pay for. This was literally just a Sunday in Brooklyn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just a Sunday yeah. in Brooklyn. I, and you know what, B? I don't know when it kicked off. Like, when was the first layout? But they got kind of popular during 2020 mm-hmm. because restaurants were closed, bars were closed. So people wanted to get out. So I think the layout started around that time. But it's just dope. And it's in Fort Greene Park. And the music was good. And everybody was vibing. People seeing uh, friends that they haven't seen in a, a long time. And it was nice. There was nobody out there acting up. It was just a beautiful time. And and I'm glad that uh, B got to experience that. Yeah. And shout out to everybody who came out to just uh, make my trip even more special. Shout out to the homie Gene, you know, shout out to your, your, your brother Ryan and shout out to Kelly for coming through. And I mean, it's just been like a great weekend just kicking it with everybody. So uh, just want to move on quickly. Russ, what have you been up to? Because like we haven't done a podcast. I'm not even going to try to do the math. You know, I don't even know how many months it's been, but it's been a minute. So just kind of recap. What have you been up to? The people want to know the because every time I run into people, they be like, yo, have you talked to Russ? You know, what's good with your boy, blah, blah, blah. So let the people know what what have you been up to? Is it anything that you've been doing or, you know, what do you want people to know about what you've been doing? Because you were you were back and forth to Miami. Now you're back in New York. So what's going on? So, man, I think the last podcast show that we did was in November, November or December of 21, 2021. So I got invited by one of my friends that I went on the Bogota trip. Remember when I went on that Bogota trip? Yes. the, The trip that was supposed to be like a couple of days it ended up being like several weeks yeah several yeah. weeks that trip well you know Cal was responsible for inviting me to that trip and his birthday came back around and I went to Egypt B nice that's on my bucket list I went to Egypt man it was such a dope experience so at the end of February into March I think we left on February 25th and got back to Miami on March 6th so it was a nice you know time away and this this was one of those trips B where it was life changing I mean I was just standing there in front of the pyramids and Giza and like what the hell like I'm actually standing in front and then out, then went into the pyramid all the way up to the top. B. Wow. It was just, That's it was a dope experience. It was like 14, 15 of us. And we saw the temples. We went, we did so many like sightseeing. And the thing with going on these trips were cow um, plans is because he's a travel agent for like the 1%. So everything's laid out, right. B, everything's from the moment we get onto the plane to the moment we get back on the plane, everything's laid out. There's people picking us up. There's an agenda and it just ran so smooth. But the dopest part of that trip, B, 
was we cruised the now, man. It was a nice. five day cruise up the now. Wow, like Indiana Jones. Like <laughs> he, was on, he was on the now. <laughs> we were on the now, man. And actually, I even got into the now, man. Like okay. it was clear. The water was nice. There were, you know, people were all scared about getting into the now because they thought they was going to catch something, man. But yo, it was beautiful, man. And the pictures that I have from that from that trip and the experiences from the fifteen of us that were on that trip, or I'm going to remember for a lifetime, man. So that that was epic and. Um, so got back to Miami and I had my like few more months in Miami because last year I got my apartment May 4th. So my lease came to an end and it, the owner of the apartment sold the unit and the new owner's daughter moved in. So I really thought that my Miami time was done, but Cal, he's just like, he's just an awesome guy. He was like, no, Russ, you can't leave Miami. He's like, I'm going to talk to my friend. He has an apartment that has been vacant for a year and we're going to see if we can get you into that apartment. So yeah, I have a new apartment in Miami, three blocks down from the original apartment, same neighborhood, and I'm only paying $300 more in rent. So I can make that up, but yeah, I'm going back down to Miami at the beginning of October and we're going to do it again, baby. So the Miami experiment is not done. It's not done. It's so, not uh, done. So, so let me let me just ask this because you know the people want to know: Are you just independently wealthy? Did you win the lottery? I mean, you you know you you got two cribs, like you buy coastal like that, like you just got a crib in New York and a crib in Miami. Is it <laughs> is is it like that, Russ? What's going you on? You know, I've been blessed, B. I've been blessed. I've been in my apartment in Brooklyn for a while, so I'm not paying the new Brooklyn Brooklyn prices. So. Yeah, I'm just finding deals, man, and I'm making it work, man. You know, I'm doing the uh, private training. I'm not working for a gym anymore, so it's all me. So I'm getting all the money, man, and I'm trying to be smart with my money. And i just really fortunate, man. I, and I wanted to take advantage of, of living in this time where I don't have to be at a gym. Everything's pretty much virtual. Dope, dope, dope. Okay, so uh, you mentioned going to Egypt, which is absolutely one of my bucket list trips. Uh, I have not been there yet. I will absolutely uh, try to get there. Well, hopefully, I, I'm just going to claim it. I will get there, Lord you will willing. will get there. Put it Lord out willing, there. Yep. I will get there. Uh, so I did, haven't done that bucket list, but I did accomplish one of my bucket list goals since we've been away, Russ. I did stand up. That's dopey. You got to tell the people, man, because that's one of those bucket list things that I want to do. And and I'm working up the courage to be like you be. But that's dope, man. Like, tell the tell the people about that, man. Yeah. Um. So people don't know this about me, but I've been compiling jokes for like years. Um. And I'm not like the kind of comedian to where I am like. You know, it's more I would I would describe my brain as more observational comedy. Yeah. It's not like slapstick, you know, but it's like I just notice things and I'm like, huh, that's funny. You mm -hmm. know, and mm -hmm. so I've been compiling these jokes, like just jotting things down in my phone for like, you know, years, literally hundreds and hundreds of jokes. And you know what? Um you know, we've been kind of coming out of the pandemic a little bit. So things have been opening up and there's been like um, you know, open nights, open mic nights. And I was like, you know what? Why not? Let me just do it. You know, so I I actually wrote like a three minute set and I practiced it and performed it and kind of honed it. Like, you know, I'd be in the shower, just kind of like every time I got in the shower, I would just run through my routine. You know, for, for the listeners that have been with us from the start, 
We all know Brian will be prepared and will be organized and prepared. And he was prepared and you killed it, man. You That was a good show, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did not invite a lot of people. I really only had my brother there and my boy Cliff because in case I bombed, I didn't really want, you know, like I didn't want I people that. there to experience my first time on, right. you know, it's bombing. Uh, but at the same time, if you don't have anybody recorded. It never happened, right? You know, I can be like, Facts. yo, I did stand up once and they be like, yo, okay, whatever. Yeah, you never did it. So I had my brother and my boy Cliff there and um, I actually did pretty good, man. Yeah. I actually did pretty good. It, you didn't it, seem nervous at all, man. I was very nervous. I mean, I did take a, a, a shot before I went on stage. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, I mean, it was difficult. The, the, it was, I was, we both know me. I'm very prepared. But it was difficult to prepare because I did it at the Laugh Factory downtown uh, in Chicago. Well, actually, that's not downtown. That's uh, actually more like Boys Town. Um, but it's the famous Laugh Factory. They had an open mic night. But it was difficult to be prepared because it's not like you just, they do a random drawing, right? Oh, okay. So you literally get there at seven o'clock, you put your name in a hat, mm-hmm. and then the first 10 names that they call go that night. Okay. And then the last 10 names that they call go the next week. Mm. That would be fine. That's nerve wracking, man. Right. That's, but that's fine if it's only 20 people standing out there. Yeah. It's like 60 people standing oh, out wow. there. So I had no idea that there was such a, um, there was such a demand for people to do open Mike comedy in Chicago. Wow. I had no idea. So the first time I went, I didn't get picked at all. Okay. Right? So it wasn't, in, if it's not in the first 10, it's not in the second 10, there's nothing. You just come back another time. Right. I went back a second time and did not get picked again. Well, I didn't know this. Yes. Did not get picked again. So at this point, I'm like, you know what? I'm practicing for nothing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I'm running through, you know, the first time I did it, the first time I went, I was, that was the day I was the most prepared because I was super sharp. I'm right. thinking I'm going on a night. Right. But then you, when you don't get picked, yeah. you're like, yeah, I'm still need to practice this. But you know, at the same time, I may not get picked. So what's the point? Right. So there was the, it was the third time. And I was like, you know what? If I don't get picked this time, I'm just not going to do it. Like it's whatever. I'm not going to keep wasting my time driving 25 minutes to stand in line and not even get picked. Right. I went and my name was the fourth one called. Nice. Which is weird because four is my favorite number. I don't know know if you know that, but four is my favorite number. I got called. I got picked the fourth one. So not only was I, did I get picked, but I was going on that night. Nice. So I called my little brother. I'm like, yo, it's on. It's happening. Nice. You know what I'm saying? We going on tonight, you know? So he was like, all right, cool. I'll be there. And, uh, you know, so they got there. And uh, like I said, went on, gave a really good set. It was funny. It was nerve wracking. But like I said, it was a bucket list thing. And uh, I'm really excited. You know, people keep telling me I should do it again. But at the same time, it was like a bucket list thing. So I don't want to like... It was only to just do it that one time. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, people were like, "Young, you should do it more. You know, you should do it more. You know, for your first time, you did so good. But uh, so that was a fun thing. And uh, that was really exciting for me. So I did knock off one bucket list thing, but haven't been to Egypt yet. But I did knock off a bucket list item this year. B, I know you well. I know you very well. And I know if you put it out there, you will be in Egypt soon because my man and he's a well-traveled and and B, I really got to give you your props, your flowers. Because when you seek, when you set your mind to do something, you do it. And, you know, you've, you've taken guitar lessons. My man has, how many albums you, you've come out with? Three? Four. Four? Yeah. Like, 
if, if Brian wants to do it, he's going to do it. So, yo, kudos to you, man, for doing that. Me and you have very similar uh, comedy styles because if I were to do it or when I do it, it's going to be that. I just observe and I just sit back and I watch people and I'm just like, what the hell? That's my comedy too. So yeah. yeah, man, that's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Okay, so moving on. Uh, it's been an amazing summer, Russ. Beautiful like, summer. This I feel like this is the first summer, really, since COVID. Like this is the first time things have really opened up, like yeah. fully. I, I think everybody thought it was going to be last summer, but then you know the COVID didn't go away. You had the Omicron. Uh, variant that came out so yeah this summer man people are outside yeah. like we thought we were outside last summer no we outside this summer yeah yeah and, and i'm so happy COVID's finally dying down anyone who knows me knows i've had COVID for a total of 37 times oh, so far damn. <laughs> and uh <laughs> but <laughs> haven't had it in a while good and good we don't just gotta keep that streak going bro we've been out this summer i mean the city of chicago i know Brooklyn is a vibe and you know that's one of the reasons I'm here now because you were saying yo you got to come to New York you know the city is special right now it is special in Chicago and summers are special in Chicago anyway just because we only really get that four months you know of really good weather so summertime shots already special in itself but the city has been lit in Chicago, like I've literally been at every single street festival. Nice. Every week nice. I'm at a street festival. Um ton of concerts, you know. Uh I think I've been to four con no, I've been to three concerts. Um I saw Corinne Bailey Ray, who was like my childhood crush. Not my childhood crush, but like since I was like, oh, I've been in love with this woman since 07. Okay. And uh so was literally like in the second row, you know, saw right. her. Uh, we saw Chris Brown in oh, concert. You saw Breezy. I saw Ooh. Breezy. Breezy. You know, and Breezy was good. It was Breezy and the baby. And okay. one thing that I realized about Chris Brown, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know that many Chris Brown songs. Really? I'm in the. I'm. I was. I was literally in the. Um, in the audience all night waiting for him to sing excuse me miss like that was yeah. the whole i'm like i because i don't know apparently i don't know many chris brown songs oh, yeah um, i know a lot man chris brown is one of my favorites man yeah he gave a good concert though i literally saw kendrick friday you know yeah. what i'm saying kendrick was in was in town i i i have executed the most poorly planned trip ever i literally <laughs> was out all night on thursday I went to the Kendrick concert on Friday, did not sleep at all, and literally jumped on a plane to come here to New York. So I literally like didn't sleep for like 24 hours and I'm paying for it because I've lost my license. I've <laughs> lost my sunglasses. <laughs> I lost day. my earring, but I found my earring, thank God. Oh, but you it's did like find the earring? I, I did find my earring. Okay. Yeah, but I've been um I've been like sleepwalking because I literally have been moving nonstop. So saw Kendrick. Kendrick gave an amazing concert. The energy was crazy. He was I dope. Bet. And uh, I'm going to see Erica Badu September 11th. Oh um, man, that's dope, man. And I've always, I think ever since her live album, way, way back in the day, I've always wanted to see her live. So yeah. she's going to be at Ravinia in, uh, in Highland Park, you know, a suburb of Chicago. So I'm going to check her out. So it's been a summer of street festivals, concerts, just kicking it. Uh, I did do another bucket list item. I knocked off another one. Not necessarily a bucket list item, but like a sentimental item. Uh, I took my mom to Paris. That's Russ. dope, man. That's took dope. my mom to Paris. Uh, she had always wanted to go. Uh, we always, you know, my grandmother passed away last year. And, uh, you know, my grandmother always wanted to go. 
And my mom, you know, we didn't get a chance to get her to Paris. Right. So after my grandmother passed, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure I get my mom to Paris. Yeah. And you know, you know your grandmother it. was there in spirit, man. Through the eyes of you and through the eyes of your, your mother, man. So she was there, man. Because I felt the same with um, Egypt. And I would have loved to take my dad there. But he was there with me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you saying that too. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I got my mom to Paris. We did seven days in Paris and uh, she loved it because she'd okay. always wanted to go. I had been to Paris before, but you know, very much as a tourist, you know, I did a London, Paris, Amsterdam trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually have friends who live in Paris now. Nice. You know, I have two young ladies who I used to salsa dance with who lived in Chicago and now live in Paris. So I really got to kick it in Paris. Like, Russ, I was when I was coming in at five in the morning, wow. like every night, because my homegirl Charlene, I, I spent like the first two days with her, and then my homegirl Juju. The last two days, I was with her. I mean, so I'm literally so going they put to, up your mom too. So they put up you and your mom in the. Well, no, we had a hotel. Okay, we had a hotel. Okay, uh, but like you know, after me and my mom would hang out for the day. Okay, that's when I would hook up with my with my friends. Nice, and we would go out. You know, Juju did have dinner with me and my mom a couple of times. Okay, and uh, you know, we went salsa dancing by the Sin River. I got video of me and my mom salsa dancing by the Sin so River and creating those know, memories, man. Great memories, great memories. And like my mom, you know, she um she really enjoyed just walking around the city. She would walk like three miles before I even woke up. You know, so we would have breakfast at like 10 o'clock. And by the time we sat down and had breakfast, she had already walked like three miles, you know, and she would go when I was done, um, when we were done hanging out, when I would go out to hang with my friends, you know, she was, we went really safe neighborhood. Okay. There's literally like a restaurant every other Every other rest, every other space is a restaurant, shops everywhere. So she was literally walking around to like 10 at night, you know, um, just exploring. My mom's getting those steps in, in Paris. Getting those steps in. And I'll tell you this, dog, the crazy thing, and I don't know if I told you this, the crazy thing about Paris that I didn't realize, do you know when some, at least in July, because I had been to Paris before in September, but the days start getting shorter. Mm hmm. In July, Paris gets 16 hours of sunlight. Oh, wow. It wasn't getting dark till like 11 o'clock at night. Damn, for real? No, because the first, bro, the first, it was the second day I was there. And especially if you haven't traveled overseas a lot, especially going forward, it's difficult to go seven hours ahead in time, Mm -hmm, you know? So, mm -hmm. you know, my mom was like, nah, you know, I I think I'm just going to try to stay on Chicago time, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, ma, no, like if in order to really, really enjoy this trip, you got to get on Paris time. Yeah. So she's going to sleep. She's kind of fading off. And, you know, I'm like, ma, no, stay up. You got to stay up. And she's like, Brian, I'm doing good. It's 1030 at night. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's bright. The sun is completely out. And I'm like, and she's like, yes, it is. Look at your phone. I looked at my phone. It's like 1030 at night and the sun is fully out. Wow. Like not even dusk yet. You know, I'm like, why is it? Why is it still light outside? You know? So the next day I went out with my homegirl Charlene and it was the same thing. It was like 10 o'clock at night and the sun is just completely bright out. And I'm like, what what's going on like why is this you know the why is it so light you know so late here and then she was like this is just the way it is in the summertime so i looked it up it has something to do with paris's um the latitude and longitude to the equator mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. literally get 16 hours of sunlight in the sun in, in july wow. in that month so it literally doesn't get dark till like 11 o'clock at night yeah. so you go to sleep i mean you literally you wake up and it's light 
and it's pretty much light until you go to sleep. So. I mean, because I know that happens in Alaska where it's like 24 hours of daylight, yeah. you know? Yeah. That would be so, I would love to experience that because that's some wild stuff right there, bro. Right? It's crazy. When it's 10 at night and, and the sun light. is just still out, it's crazy, man. They need those blackout shades for real, for real right. over there, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Let me, let me, so the sun the sun starts going down at like 950. Okay. But you know, you still get like 30 minutes of dusk. Right. So it's still light. Like right. it's still light outside. It's not for real dark until around 1045 or so. Wow. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. So got the Paris trip out. That was amazing. Got a chance to really spend that time with my mom. And uh, it was a wonderful, wonderful trip. Um, and that's that's pretty much it for me. Anything else for you, Russ? Because I know the people, it's like a reunion show. It's like a recap show. People want to know what we have been doing. Yeah, man. I've been, I've been, you've been kind of been out in the streets and going to concerts, man. I've been really trying to see a lot of live sporting events. And it kind of started in Miami. And like I've lived in New York for 18 years and I can count on maybe one hand how many times I've been to a Knicks game, how many times I've been to a a Nets game. But when I was down in Miami, man, that was just kind of like my new thing, man. So, yeah. you know, I was uh, hanging out with a girl that we would go to the Miami Heat game and then, you know, that ended. And then I started going with my boy, Andre. And it's dope, man. It, it's just, I love seeing live sporting events it's yeah. like it's 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 it just gets my adrenaline running and i can see things that you know you don't see when you're watching on on tv because like I, like i said for the people that know me i'm very observant I, i'm always paying attention to everything so you know you get to see like the coaches talking to the players on the sidelines and the fans and if the players interact with the fans this is dope to see man so I'm going to try to keep that going and actually man I went to my first WNBA game a few uh weeks ago man okay how was that it was dope man and it's and it's cool because you can get a little closer you know because the tickets aren't so outrageously right. expensive and yo, them women be balling. Like the WNBA, if you guys have a chance to, you know, go see a game, go support because they're doing their thing and hopefully they can get, you know, more money because there's some true hoopers out there in that WNBA, man. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, those women are, I mean, the, what they what they can do in the evolution of women's basketball is like crazy. It's crazy, know? man, like, because yeah. I remember when they first came out. When the WNBA first came out, I was like, this is not exciting at all. This is bo really boring. But yeah. now the game has evolved where these women are so skilled. And I like to even say that they may be even more skilled than the men because the men can rely on their athleticism, right? And their how big they are and how strong they are. But the women, you really have to be skilled because they can't really rely on that. But, you know, there was a, there was a woman out there, man, she plays for the Liberty Asian woman, she's like six eight, six nine, dog. I'm like, damn, how you that tall? <laughs> but yeah, man, I just been trying to just stay healthy, man, and and you know, continue to really talk to myself kindly, and I'm just really on this whole new journey of just you know letting letting negative things go out of my life, man, and just just have all positive people around me, and just trying to move that way, man. And I've been good, man. Yeah, we were actually just talking about uh, that yesterday. It's just, I'm all about good energy now, man. If the energy is not good, to me, it's not even worth it. 
it's just not even worth it. Facts. You know, it's not even worth it. And that's that's whether you're dealing with a situation, whether you're dealing with a person. If the energy is not good, it's not worth it because the thing is, you're not even getting the full experience if the energy right. is good. You know what it would have been if right. the energy is not positive. You're not even really getting the full experience anyway. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even matter. You and, know what I'm saying? And also just putting myself first. You yeah. know, I think for so long that I wanted to please people and be a people pleaser. But then I would put Rustin in the back. And now I'm really working on putting Rustin up front. And if I don't like something or if I don't want to do something, having no problem saying, I don't want to do that and not have to explain it, you know, just because I don't want to do it. You know, I, I'm not feeling that good energy. So I've really been on that path, man. And it's been really great, man. You know, the, the moving down to Miami and being in a whole different city and having to, you know, make new friends and and build those relationships. It challenges you, you know, because we all are guilty of getting too comfortable. And, you know, you got to change things up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Change is always a for well, the true growth. Yeah, right? Change is a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we're coming up on 30 minutes. I, we promised each other this would not be a long show because we are struggling uh, and, and starving <laughs> and starving. We have not eaten, uh, but just been drinking water all day. Um, so, Russ, man. This is the first time doing a show actually live in the same room, man. I like it, man. I like it, man. I like it. This, this is, is dope, dope, man. We can I, really feed off of one another because when we first started this today, I told B, I'm like, man, be patient with me because I am, I'm fading. Yeah. But the energy of us being in the same room, like now it's all coming together and I'm in, we're in our groove. Yeah. And it's funny. You didn't think I was going to take care of you. We sat down and do this podcast and Rustin sits right next to me. And I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I set up a whole microphone for you. Over there's there. this I'm whole like, microphone. <laughs> I'm like, I you do. think I was going to do you like that? I was like, did I see? But then I don't see. And I'm just, yo. And it reminds me of when we used to do it, when I used to do the podcast in the um in the apartment before I moved to Miami, man. And it just kind of like, I saw it and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> right. That's how out of it I am, y'all. Yeah. All right. So we go get out of here. But Russ, people want to know what the fate of the show is. You know, is this just a one-off? Is this just a reunion? You know, the recap. What what what, what do you want to, because people always say, what you guys go do about the podcast? So I said, we may come back in some kind of different format than it was before. Uh, that's something that we are talking about. We're kicking around, uh, but we haven't quite decided yet. But like, Russ, what are you thinking? You know, I like the idea, B, of doing a podcast maybe once a month, you know, and we can talk about that. But, it, you know, we did this and we promised each other that we would do the podcast for a year. And, you know, we did it. And I'm so proud of us because 40 shows in a year, there's what, 52 weeks in a year yeah. and we did 40 shows and it just, it just kind of got to be where it would turn into a job. Like every week, that's a lot. That's a lot of like work that we put in behind the scenes that you guys didn't see. So we want to bring the show back, but I'm thinking maybe once a month, maybe once every two weeks, something like that yeah, where it doesn't like take over. Because there were so many things that happened to, I'm like, man, that would, I mean, Will Smith out here slapping people. Yep. You know what I'm yep. saying? Will Smith is out here ba- dramatically backhanding people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, man, that would, that would have been a great topic on the podcast. So, you know, we, we, we're going to think about doing it in some kind of form because the people, we actually really did have a following and people do miss us. So uh, we're going to think about that. So keep 
us posted with that, you know, um, just continue to follow us and, and we'll be good. I know a lot of people who follow Russ on IG, uh, you know, they saw what's out together at the, at yeah. the layout yesterday and yeah. we threw some up on the, on the, um, on the, on the gram. So people were happy to see that. And, uh, it's just been great, man. So, uh, um, you know what it be, you know where I'm going to go. Where? Why don't we ask the people what, what kind of format that they, they want to see? So well, that means that they have to call in, right? Well, or, we don't have a podcast right now, so it's hard for them to call. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> you, know? yeah, you, can, you can do it on Instagram. Yeah, they can just hit us. Right. They can just hit us on Instagram. Right. They can just hit us. They can just hit us. Because I love the whole, you know, voicemails and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it was fun. It did become a lot of work. Yeah. But I hate to see it go away completely. Yeah. You know, so we, we're going to see what's and up we with miss, that. And we miss the people, man. We, we, we miss, like, like. We had a nice little following, man. We did. I was talking to Lexi the other day because Lexi, you know, who was on the show, she's thinking about doing a podcast. And she was like, you guys were really like for real on to something. Like y'all started really doing big things. We have we had some great guests. and we did. From Spicy Marty to Scoop. And I mean, it was it was it was a moment. But, you know, so we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, but there was no way that we were going to like see each other for the first time in three years and not do this podcast. Like, yeah. you know, I hit you. I'm like, yo, Russ, we got to do the pod. We got to do the pod. So, um right. R- love you bro thank you for your hospitality you too, thanks man. for um you know allowing me to come and you know have a have a have a great trip and uh it's good to see you and um i think that's pretty much it man so unless so. you got anything else to say uh i told you so i just wanted to share this story real quick and then you know we'd be out of your heads but remember when you asked like yo russ are you moving back down to miami because i'm trying to decide should i come and visit you in miami or should i come and visit you in brooklyn i was like man brooklyn's a straight vibe did i let you down did you did did you see i did see i did (laughs) see and i'm still seeing brooklyn is amazing and you know what russ i don't like miami weather it's i love hot weather yeah but it's it's humid you know i don't like humidity i like to be in a uh let me say this right i like to be in a sauna not a steam room yeah you know i like i'm cool with dry heat heat. yeah i am not cool with uh with, with feeling like you know all of this hot mist is on me. So um, I got a little bit of traveling coming up. I probably won't see you in Miami, but uh, next month I'm going to Minnesota to check out my sister. And uh, and then let me see, October I'll be in LA for my birthday. Nice, you know? so, nice. Um, and we may be doing another show, one of these shows pretty soon because I owe Brian some trips to Chicago. I haven't yeah. been to Chicago to visit my boy in a yeah. while and I owe him a trip. So, you know, maybe me and my boy Gene will, will come see you at some point while you're in Chicago, you know, for a weekend. And then, you know, we throw up another podcast, another dope. show. Dope, dope, so, dope. Sounds good. All right. Uh, Guys, thank you so much for listening to the From New York to the Shop podcast. We missed you guys. I'm assuming you guys missed us, but whether you guys missed us or not, we definitely missed you guys. Definitely. And thank you so much for the support uh, and for listening to us in, uh, over the past year. We really, really appreciate it. It means so much to us. So as we always say, peace and blessings. Peace and blessings, y'all. Brother fresh off quarantine, polish up the whip and I hit the scene. Wrist is shining, perfect timing, and the days is clean. The city open now, so what a brother gonna do now? Enjoy this summer in the city, I'm gonna show you how. It's been so long since I've been stuck in the crib, and I'm so tired of being alone up in this home where I live.